Welcome to Season 2 of Resting Glitchface, a Shadowrun actual play. This is Shannon. I'm playing Eris. Hi, this is Sid, and I'm playing Jet. This is Dot. I'm playing Binary. This is Maddie. I'm playing Collateral. And my name is Eric, the Game Master. following content is not suitable for all audiences. your real name is not Juilliard Burton. What's my real name, though? Your real name is Jenna Mayfair. <gasps> Jet is like, okay, should I know who that is? I mean, it's me. It's you. Yeah. Much of your life has been in a resting state. Like, like stasis? Yes. Okay, so I am like 50 then. Closer to 60. Yeah, 60. That's that's loads better, yeah. And then Dogleash is like, mm. I mean. I'm sorry. I hope you like cougars. Mm. Okay. Neat. You see, and he points at Dr. Singh and says, what she's saying is correct, at least from what I've learned, okay. is that Kudora saw you as the perfect physical specimen for his augments. Okay. And there's a reason. And then he sits down. And he says, what do you know of immortality? As a concept? Loads. Um, it's... In our reality. Uh, well, I mean, elves, yeah. And? Dragons. And? And he shakes his head. Do you want to know why? Why? Because they keep it from us. Okay, okay. Cool, 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 cool. And they keep tabs. And when... One is born, that is not an elf or a dragon, they eliminate it. Neat. Okay. So because they're the only ones who want it. Okay. Why? Not that I'm not, like, super excited to be here, but why was I not eliminated then? Because you were rescued. You were hidden away. Because Kudora believed that you have a part to play in the coming days. Okay. Is this like some kind of prophecy, Drek? Yes, something like that. You see, there's a secret that the dragons and the elves know and that I've learned. And that is they have aligned themselves with a power outside of our reality. And that is what gives them the power that they have. Then if I'm supposed to like be a recipient of that, am I also then aligned with? No, you just draw from it. 
she looks so fucking disbelieving. She's just like, okay. All right, and he says, and the worst part about it is? Oh, there's a worst part? Yes. You see, this power calls itself a god. I'm drawing, A glowing god. A glowing god? I'm drawing power from a god? You're drawing power from a metaplane, yes. Okay. There is an agent of this god, of this glowing god who walks among us. She looks around the room. Not in here. Okay. <laughs> Just got to double check. <laughs> and then she she puts her, her chin on her fist and says, is it who I think it is? The person that we discussed earlier. Peabody. Is it Peabody? All right. He nods. He says, she is an old crone who in ancient times was called the Night Mother. And dragons and elves have been sacrificing to her to maintain their immortality for centuries. Her jaw drops. Okay, so then I'm assuming, does she also know who I am? You mean, does she know what you are? Yeah. He nods and he says, that is why you are like you are. And he looks at the doctor and she nods and he looks back at you and says, you see, normally, like the good doctor said, when you get augmentations that take away from your humanity, you lose some of that. You lose that humanity. But you didn't. Change your essence to six. Oh, snap. Yeah, bitch. Oh, thank you. Oh, my God. So, Kudora, some believe that he was a prophet. Some believe that he was, you know, just a futurist. But he saw this coming. He knew that you were the answer. Okay. Um. Eventually, the Night Mother is going to betray those that serve her. And it's going to open the door so this golden god could come through. I believe that Kudora was predicting this and was setting things up to withstand this assault. <laughs> so what it's sounding like here, I know you said it's like prophecy stuff. Is it? Is it... So he, he chose me then? Was I born on purpose or was it an accident? He opens up a book that he had pulled off of his shelf and he turns it around and he shows it to you. And he says, these are notes from Kudora's book itself. This is the only copy of it in existence. And he starts to go over the events of 60 years ago. And he'd been tracking you since your day of birth, which incidentally is April 30th, 2021. <gasps> and she says... April 30th. That's that's Goblinization Day, right? Correct. Okay. So were there orcs before Goblinization Day? He says, um, yes, in the fourth world. Okay. Cool. And it was Goblinization Day. And I was kept in stasis. How old was I when I was put in stasis-ish? From what I understand, mm-hmm. it was very young. He kind of sits there for a second. He says, you were intended as a sacrifice. But when I found out about your existence, I hired a team to get you. Um, hang on. I'm doing some mental math here. Does that make you well north of 80 then? All right. He smiles and says, I've learned a few tricks of my own. Okay. And then he, as he's smiling, he says, you see, there's not just immortal elves and dragons and orcs. They're also immortal humans, but it's not easy to 
as you would probably guess, it's not easy to live a long time in a society that doesn't understand immortality. Right. Pre-goblinization, we had to hide. How old are you, if you don't mind me asking? You don't have to answer. That's a personal question, but curiosity's sake. He nods and says, it's fine. It's fine. Um, I was born in 1890. And he nods. He says, my name is not William. It's Charles. <laughs> but I had to change my name periodically through the years to maintain at this point, Juilliard's grip is enough that she's like her nails are starting to dig. Oh, he's well got yeah, and he's got uh, and he's got blood coming out, and he's just staring at Falstaff like, "What the fuck is happening?" Okay, um, so Zuni and I have to go like save the world. Or... Right. He 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 smiles and says, "Well, you yes, in a way, um, but." First, you need to find the rest of what Kudora left for you. This is your choice. I'm not making a choice for you. You can live your life regularly if you want. But all I know is this is what this prophecy says. And this is what Kudora believed. What else? I know you said like arms. I don't know. I mean, I could research it, but clearly. Could you? Absolutely. Have you come across any Kudora things and bearing this mark? And he shows you the mark again. Have I? Have you? Um. Well, wasn't was it the wings? The wing. The wings definitely had that mark. Okay. Did Jet see the chips? Yes, yes I have. All right. So you yes. know that the chips that Val has has those symbols on them. Mm. I've seen at least two things. Um. One of them, I know where it is. The other one, I know who last had it. I could probably contact him. Okay. And I can look in to see. I am the foremost expert on Kudora. Well, I mean, you've had a lot of time to become an expert. And then he looks over at the doctor and she looks at him and he says, it is also my belief that what the doctor had was not intended for her. Me? I mean, it was a Kudora design. We're analyzing it to see if it is an authentic Kudora. Or if it's someone just using one of his designs. Yeah. Um, because authentic Kudora would work. Knockoffs, no. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna put a hard no on putting a cortex bomb. He in shakes my his head, head and he says, "I we would not do that." Cool. Thanks. But if it we assumed that it was working as a cortex bomb, even the most sophisticated cyber technologists sometimes get it wrong. They don't really know what some of his designs are. Okay. It could have, in the wrong person, could have been a cortex bomb, but in the correct person could have been something completely different. But we will not put you in harm's way or experiment with you in any way. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to admit I'm kind of tired of being jerked around by everybody. And at this point, I want you to know that our original deal is off the table. I will continue paying you what I pay you regardless of what happens. I had to make sure, I'm sorry, that that you were who I thought you were. How did you, like... He points at the doctor. She confirmed it. So did you arrange this, then? And she gestures to, like, this whole run? I had to be sure. And then the doctor says, I wasn't too keen on part of it, but... Well, thanks for being along for the ride, Doc. And then she looks at Falstaff and she says, Is my obligation complete? <gasps> and he says, It is. And then she stands up and she says, My dear, I wish you luck. Should I look you up after this if I find any more cool stuff? She's like gathering her things and whatever, and she just looks over and she says, I'd rather you don't. Then I won't. Well, good luck. 
Stay safe. All right, and and uh, Dog Leash goes, aren't we on a fucking job here? I don't know. Isn't this the same bitch we're supposed to be not letting just up and fucking walk out the door? It was all a, it was all a ploy. It was all this a is... fucking ploy. Good. I'm glad I never paid attention to this job anyways. <laughs> Fuck this bitch. <laughs> All right, and he's like, I don't, I'm not, I, I don't get any of this stuff. I don't, <laughs> you I don't and me understand. both, Douglas. I don't I, understand what's going on. Can I have just like a second, Mr. Falstaff, just to like? Oh, sure. Take all the time you need. Okay. And then, and and then he just kind of under his breath goes, just world ending and stuff. You know? <laughs> I'm not gonna. Take I'm just like teasing. No, you, we've got plenty of time. Go ahead. Oh my god. And he says, uh, and you're welcome to stay here as long as you wish. Mikasa Sukasa, and you're also welcome to anything here or anything you need. If you know who I am, then you know that there's like big heat coming for me, right? Diety kind of shrugs and says, well, How do you mean? Fucking Ruko Vidal. You owe money? I owe so much money. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> you getting two cuts of this job God. for nothing. <laughs> She's like, Okay, yeah. Um, if it's cool, I'm just gonna take a second. Um, take all the time you need. I'm gonna go uh, make some breakfast. Are you hungry? Yeah, I'll take an egg sandwich, please. Egg sandwich, and and uh, dog leash is like, um, I think I will have a Denver omelet and uh, hash browns and uh, a fruit cup because fruit's good, right? Fruit's good for you. Fruit cup. Then Falstaff's like, coming right up. Fancy man. Val, where are you going? What are you doing? So we're leaving the Demon Nell house, right? Yeah. Yeah. You, you're not allowed to stay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So Val's driving the Bramlam. Yes. Jake's in the front seat. Right. With her. Val is behind the wheel and, you know, peels out of the little roundabout driveway mm -hmm. that's in mm -hmm. front of the demon Hill house and is just rage driving down okay. the road and she's and ja got jake's got his hand on the oh shit handle yes and he's like oh every time you like weave into traffic he's like Ugh. so she's got like angry tears just streaming down her face and white knuckle in the wheel and maybe like biting her lower lip just she is upset visibly upset okay does jake say anything <laughs> all right he says do you want me to drive because you're freaking me out so Jake starts to speak to her, and she, I'm not going to say that they're on the highway at this point. Like, she's probably more on, not necessarily like a subdivision, but more of like a... Like, are you on a main road? Yeah. Kind of like Manchester? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. So she pulls off and just squeals to a stop, like either just on like the entrance to like a parking lot or something like that, but she just squeals to a stop and almost sobs a little bit. Okay. And she looks at Jake and she just lunges across the <laughs> Sorry, your reaction. <laughs> okay. I wasn't expecting lunging. <laughs> well, not like aggressive lunging. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Like romantic. Romantic oh, lunging. Oh, that kind of lunge. Okay. Yes. Uh, gotcha. So she reaches across the center console and kind of like grabs the front of his shirt and pulls him in for a kiss. Okay. So you start making out in the no. in, in the rambling. Okay. She's she just, just giving him a She gives him a kiss and she pulls back and looks at him. Please remember, Jake. Just please, please remember. And she still just has tears streaming down her face. All right. He's looking at you and he says, how could I forget? Worked. <laughs> what do you mean, how could you forget? You did forget. 
He says, I'm sorry, Val. What What do you remember from the last, I don't know, seven hours? Right. He says, it's all just kind of a, it's like, I, I, I remember pieces of things. It's just, it's kind of scrambled right now. I, I'm, maybe I, I just need a little time to kind of put it all together. I don't mean to forget things or not remember. I, clearly, you know, I missed some very important stuff. And I'm sorry about that, and I'll, I'll, I'll do whatever I can to try and work it all out. But the, the main thing I want right now is I want you to not be sad. I'm not—I'm scared. I'm angry. And, yeah, I'm a little sad. I was—I was really worried about you, and I, di- I didn't know—I didn't know what to do. I didn't know—like, what do I do in this situation? Should I have called Snow? Would that have been a good know. idea? Who's Snow? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I really I mean, don't know what's wrong with me. Did he help you? Like, you you were gone for months, so I'm assuming that this isn't a new thing. And if you were with Snow, like, did, did this happen with him too? He says, I, I don't have an answer to that, Val. And uh, honestly, I probably need to talk to him because maybe he's missing stuff too. Why would he be missing stuff? I mean, maybe. I don't know. I haven't talked to him about it, but I don't know. Well, I thought I thought the memory things were was coming from like what happened with your eye. I thought so too. You know, I like I said, I don't know, but maybe maybe magic can help me or something. I don't know. Okay. Um, and that's when your phone rings. My phone rings. Boop, 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 boop. Who is calling? The, the like the the caller ID. Well, I don't have a com, so it's my brain. <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah, it is your I brain. I mean, my cyber eye is probably, like, I yeah, you probably would. have, like, something oh, yeah. that dudes up. A but UI? Yes. Yeah, yeah. All right. You're getting a phone call, and the uh, caller ID is Pierre LeBlanc. The fuck is he calling me for? All right. And, and uh, of course, Boggs is just sitting there and goes, what? Um, This is Joe's maybe dad. I don't I, – I need to what take this. What the hell's this. a maybe dad? Is that, like, I a mean, baby dad? N- no. Okay. I don't understand. I thought Kmor was her dad. Well, I mean, have you seen Kmor and have you seen Joe? <laughs> I mean, yes, but it doesn't necessarily work that way. <clears throat> That's true. He Kmor's like her adopted dad. I I need I need to answer this call. I don't I don't I don't know what the fuck this guy wants. I I answer it. Just just ch- Hello? Um, is this Val? Hi, uh, this is Pierre. Uh do you know uh, Pierre uh, LeBlanc? Do you know who I am? Yeah, Pierre, I know who you are. Hey, I was, uh, you know, I hadn't been able to get a hold of Joe, um, and I'm having some tech problems, and I was hoping maybe you could help me. You see, um, I don't know if she told you anything about what's going on with me, but I recently lost my job, and there's some information uh, at my previous uh, uh, employer that is with they're withholding some information that I that I had and some some stuff and I was hoping hoping that you would be able to help me. Um I, yeah, I I I talked to I saw I actually saw Joe last night and I I've I've talked to her today so um Oh, so she's just not answering my call. No, 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 no. I I think she's she's going through some stuff right now. She's she's not been consistently available. So I I know that she's not intentionally ignoring you, but okay. I know yeah. I mean she hasn't been super responsive to me either. So well, she does that's fine. I mean, I I understand. She's she is, you know, who she is and she I mean, we don't have the 
the best relationship and you know i have to build a you know i, I have to build trust and things like that i understand sure sure but um uh, you know she does speak very highly of you um and i was just wondering if maybe i could meet with you and you could help me out um you know what i'm not fucking doing anything else right now does now work all right he says um yeah sure that's great okay where would you like to meet and is it all right if i bring someone along um yeah, it should be should be fine. Okay. Um yeah. Um how about uh we meet at uh Roundabout Burger. It's uh and you're like you look at it and Roundabout Burger is like three blocks away from where you're stopped. Nice. Yeah, actually that works perfect. That's just around the corner. Okay. I can be there in ten minutes. Okay. Sounds good. So you go to Roundabout Burger? I, I do. All right. Jake, do you want to stay? What do you mean? I, well, I just kind of assumed you'd want. I mean, I'm kind of hungry. Okay, cool. I just I didn't I mean, want to. I could eat it. I didn't want to. They actually have really good uh, chili fries here. I do love a good chili fry. All right, I'll go get one. Perfect. All right. So he comes back. He's got chili fries. You share them. Uh-huh. And uh, share a milkshake. I was about to say, does uh, yeah, he bring back stra- a shake? A stra- uh, yeah, milkshake with two straws. Yes. Hells yeah. And then bus pulls up, and you see this shabby looking guy get out. He starts walking right towards you. Is he wearing shoes? Yeah, he's wearing. It's July, so he's yeah, he's wearing uh, you know flip flops. Those like dollar dollar general flip flops. Yeah, yeah, yeah like orange and New Union New Union Captain. Yeah, yeah, New Union Captain. That's right, Major New Yin. Major New Yin flip flops. Yeah. <laughs> all right. The first thing you notice. All right, now you've never met Pierre, no. have you? No. Okay. I have heard of. I know the name. I know his association to Joe, but I've never met the man. Yeah, you. I think you've even seen like a, a photo of him because I think Joe has shown you like a picture of him before. If Maybe. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. yeah. Probably. All right, so he steps out, and he starts walking directly towards you, and the first thing that you notice about him is that he's a technomancer. What? Wait, the fuck? Joe never told me that. All right, and uh, Jake's like, hmm, told you what? Uh, This dude's a fucking technomancer. Joe's dad's a technomancer? That's weird. Yeah. Also, completely pulls into question why he would call me for tech help. You think he's setting you up? I don't know. All right, he comes walking up. He says, uh... Good to finally meet you. Yeah, I kind of wish it was under more honest pretenses. Well, it's, uh, I couldn't just say, hey, Val, why don't you meet me and we can talk shop? Really? Because that kind of sounds like exactly what I would say yes to. Or you would think it was, you know, from what you knew of me, I would assume that you would think that it was somebody else or whatever. So. All right. Um, so what, what really is going on then? Well, like I said, I can't, I haven't been able to get a hold of Joe. Right. Which is a problem. Um, But really, I wanted to talk to you about what's going on in North City. Yeah. um, That's kind of next thing on my list is heading out there. You haven't been there yet? No. I mean, I. He looks, and from where you are, I mean, you, how close have you been to. I drove by the stacks. Okay. Yeah. He says it's growing. The blackout. Have you? But you've not been inside it. No. All right. He smiles. He says it's illuminating. Um. Who's your friend? And Jake says, "Oh, um, 
Jake Boggs, host dispatch. And, uh, you know, so Pierre looks at him and then looks at you and says, nice. He's, he's. It... Oh, I know who he is. It's not what you think. And he looks at Jake and goes, respect. So the illuminating, the glowing, um, I, I haven't been keeping up on Shadownet. What's it look like? From the outside, it looks like a black ball. I suspect on the inside, it's going to look completely different. But I didn't want you to go in by yourself. And I knew you would probably be drawn to it as I am. Well, I have a reason to be drawn to it. Really? Fuck! (laughs) Damn it, Dot! (laughs) He says, so you're not just drawn to the power of it. And then he kind of squints for a minute and says, you've seen his face, haven't you? Perhaps. All right, he smiles really big, and he says, I can tell. I, uh, I've i been hoping for a long time to make your acquaintance. Joe never seemed interested in introducing me to you, but that's okay. Well, I We're mean... We're together now. <laughs> and Jake's like, what? I, I really don't... I don't care about whatever power you're talking about. That's There's something much more important to me in the stacks. Okay. So... What kind of help could you provide me? Yeah, he's definitely get, like grabbed one of the napkins from the Gross. Uh, and he's like, yeah, he's like sticking sticking his his finger up his nose because you because know, he's got you know seasonal allergies. It is July in St. Louis. So, you know, the first got, time, the first time, any month in St. Louis. Let's be honest with that. It's the truth. We share similar talents, and Val, it would be smart of you to listen to me in certain things, because I know more than you may think. Okay. Joe thinks I'm a putz, but... (laughs) She laughs. She does giggle at that. (laughs) And that's not accidental. So, so just you then? You're you're my help to try and get into the stacks? No one's going to mess with you there. What, What do you mean by that? You'll see. I, it, it, it's hard for me to explain. If you are who I think you are, you'll have no problem. Okay. Well, you know what? I'm tired of pussyfooting around the situation. Okay. Let's, Sounds good. Let's go. Can I catch a ride with you? Yeah. I saw you come in on the bus, so that's fine. All right. Now, he says, that's a really nice vehicle you got there. Yeah. Um, It's a friend's. All right. He, you see him. You know he's, like, running the registration and everything already. Yep. He says, nice yeah. Can I sit in the back? Do you want me to sit in the front? I'll sit in the back of the truck if you want me to. It doesn't really matter. Um, if you just, Jake's probably going to hop in up front. So just. Yeah, Jake's already sitting, you know, like gets in the front and he's like, not like he's not even offering it to him. He's right. just like, get your ass in the back. Yeah, that's fine. Just hop in. Okay. He gets in and. Zoom. So, Zoom. real quick, are you going to tell anybody where you're going? We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> While mm-hmm. on the way to, I'm assuming we're going to the stacks. Yes. Where, where you're driving? Yep, driving to the stacks. While on the way, I send a message to the encrypted group. I'm going to the stacks. Dot dot dot. And then I, I disconnect from that message thread. You son of a bitch. <gasps> Val leaves the group. Yes. I'm texting Val directly to her number, and I am saying, if you find Mary. Make sure she stays safe and away from my grandma. I do respond to B. Don't let Jet, don't let Joe, don't let anybody else come to the stacks. All of you need to stay the fuck away from here. I rapid fire text afterwards. Okay. B, I won't ask you for anything other than this. 
you see da 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 go away da 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 go away da 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 go away. I'm getting ready to talk to Joe and then I'm leaving. She just sends back fuck. I am talking to Joe, but I don't think Joe will talk to me. Okay, the last thing she sends to you is just keep Joe preoccupied. Then, bring uh, bring. Joe answers like the first ring. Hey, uh, what are you doing right now? I'm like waist deep in boxes. I'm helping Kmore move. What's up? Where have you been? Are you okay? Can you come to my safe house on street? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is your dad okay? Just, I need to talk to you about some stuff. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm there. No, I love you or All right, nothing. so uh, just a little information. So you're at Max's. Mm-hmm. Um, you're there. You're helping move in some boxes and things like that. One of the things that you find out is that the word of the prophet's fight with oh. the cobras yeah. has started to spread. And Max even says, you know, when you say, hey, thanks for letting Kmore come in and move, he's like, I need the extra help. He's, uh, you know, business is booming. Really? Yeah. That's so, great. yeah. So I, you know, I, I Kmore, you know, having to move out of that shithole. I mean, at least, at least I could do is put him up and, he, you know, with him here helping out. I mean, I can have more classes. He's, he's an excellent trainer. So he yeah. really is. So yeah. Having him around all the time, working with some of these kids. I think it's great. Yeah. So you're off the phone with, uh, B yeah. and Kmore like walks up and he kind of looks at you and he says, uh, she just called, didn't she? Your face changes every time she calls. Yeah, it sounds important. Um, oh, I'm Kmore. I'm so sorry. Can um, can we do a rain check and I'll, we'll go out for dinner tonight? You see his, you know, his face is. You you can tell he's disappointed, and he's like, um, yeah, it's it's okay. Kmore, that, I'm really fine. I'm really sorry. If this wasn't, I'm just Joe. I'm worried about you. You know why? I just. I think things are changing, and I don't necessarily think they're changing for the better. I mean, you, you you can do what you want, but, you know, I will, and, you know, I'll always be there for you and stuff, but I just feel like, I don't know, I like you're pulling away from me. It, it, it's not, that's not on, that's not on purpose. Um, things are just changing really quickly, and once I get a handle on everything, it'll it'll be fine, and we can settle down into whatever the new normal is. Um, I was serious when I said that, that you're a priority. You know that, right? Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, I, I mean, I understand. Um, I'm just, you know, I, like I said, I'm just, I'm, I'm just worried. I think that uh, I just, you know, it's the, I know you hate it when I say this, but, you know, it's like the father in me, you know. I feel like, uh, you know, I don't think, I feel like people don't have your best interests in mind, you know. And it just, I mean, I, you're a grown up and I gotta, you know, I gotta get used to that. You know, I still see you as the, you know, a little kid that was, you know, trying to knock my block off. Yeah. Well, got pretty good at that. Well, yeah. You knocked me out the first time you hit me. And I, what were you, six, seven, eight? I was, I was, you know, eight or nine. Oh yeah. You were pretty scrawny. You're pretty scrawny as a little bitty thing, you know? Yeah. But I'm much more capable now than I was. Um, and that's thanks to you. Okay. Oh, well, that's that's nice to hear. Um, not to be sappy, and you can't tell anyone that I said this because I'll lose so much cred with the crew, especially Jet. <laughs> but I think of you as my dad too. Okay. All right. He hugs you, and he like you know because he only comes up to like your what, like your 
mid-thigh. Mid, no, it's like... It's be- like my belly button. Yeah, yeah so he comes... I come up to her boobs, and yeah. I'm still an elf, so... So, yeah, he comes up to you. He only comes up to your belly button, so he, he hugs you, and he kind of, you know, turns his head a little bit, so that way he's not, like, fa- full-on facing your belly and stuff. But he turns his head, and you just kind of feel him stiff for a minute, and he goes, I love you, kid. I love you, too, Kmore. And he stinks, of course. Of course. Um, she, like, pats him on the back and hugs him. He says... Don't get hurt, okay? I'm bulletproof. Don't worry about it. Okay. Call me when you're call me when you want to, okay? I will. I will. Um, and don't worry about the moving stuff. Uh, Max was just being lazy. Well, we're we're halfway there, so He says he wasn't gonna, you know, help me move because I was technically gonna be his boss. But then what look at him. He's he's already moving shit. Well he can't lose face with the fellas. That's true. That's true. And I can't leave all my shit just laying around, so he's gotta move it. Yeah. Well, so thanks for your help, though. I really do appreciate what you did. Yeah, no worries. Um, I'll come by for a real housewarming soon, I promise. Uh, pizza and beer on me. Cool. Okay. All right, well, uh, see you around then. All right. And she... I love you, bye! <laughs> I love you so much, bye! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so then you... Hop take... on my bike and... All right, and you arrive at the safe house. Before she arrives, I just, like, I go up to the room where Thorn was Yep. To... See how that call's going. If he's right. done, he's done. He was just giving you time to do whatever you needed to do. I tell him he's actually like if if this is a non Faraday cage room, then he's like checking his messages, checking the news, things like that. Yeah, so. yeah. I said because he was making a phone call. Mm-hmm. So so he look, as you walk in, he kind of looks over and he goes, "Everything good?" Uh, yeah. She's she's coming over here now. He says, uh, "Okay, yeah. You know, I'll take care of a few things." Okay. I got a f- I got a couple other calls to make anyway. Right. All right. So Joe, you arrive. B. Hey. The first thing you notice is there's a wine bottle. There's a wine glass with looks like it's been, you know, sampled. Hmm. Hitting the hooch on the job. Uh. Yeah. Uh, hey. Uh. Okay. Uh. Can let's have a seat. <laughs> Joe sits down. Yeah. What's up? Is uh, your dad okay? Yeah, Is this uh, about just as for a second, we probably should do this too. And I open up my Faraday cage. I'm like, "Can you put all your stuff in?" You put it all in. I put it all in. Yeah, I was gonna say, use your words. <laughs> <laughs> so the house is yes, it's relatively secure. secure. It is as secure as you can make it. Uh, Bianca just sits there, and there's a long pause. And she's, like, not really looking at you. She's just kind of, like, looking at the wine glass. And then she looks at you and chooses violence. Oh, my God. (laughs) And she says, why did you go with my grandma after I told you not to? Okay. I know that you said, I know that she said that she's bad news. And I agree with you. She's absolutely bad news. You don't have no idea. You have no idea how bad of news she is. Well, I know she's incredibly powerful and really fucking old. She almost killed my dad. Oh. She's the reason Azalea's in the hospital right now. Cool. Uh, Answering a text message or, you know, divulging that information might have been a good way to avoid a lot of that then. I told you to stay away from her. You didn't give me any context. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I opened the next door, though, and I'm so much stronger now. You just blindly followed her instructions. You have no idea what you did or what that caused to the city. 
or to the magical community at large. That was my internal door that was blocking my magic. Okay, well, now there's Orochalkite growing further into the city, and it happened while you were with her. How do you know that it is because of that, though? Drek happens all the time, congruently. Because my grandma planned it that way. And she's using you, and she's gonna burn you up. That's what she does. She uses people. She's the reason that Jet doesn't have her fucking legs or her ballet career. I'm not saying that she's a good person, and I am not just blindly following her lead. I am using her. This is 5D chess. Joe, you have no idea what you're messing with. You're not using her. You're not pulling one over on her. You're not playing 5D chess. You're playing checkers. And she's playing a completely different game that you don't even know the rules for. Do you know, I guess you couldn't know, because this all happened, I was going to tell you, and it was going to be a whole big deal. Did you know that apparently I have the magic of dragons? Did my grandma tell you that? And Bodica. Bodica, the spirit that my grandma helped you attain. Yes. Why would Bodica hold that much loyalty for a mortal, though? Because she's not a mortal. She's not a mortal. She's immortal. She's older than the city. She's old as dirt. She's older than dragons. Dragons can die. Your grandma can die. Because I can kill dragons. Which is information you got from my grandma. Joe, do you not see the problem with the source of your information? You think you can defeat the person who is teaching you how to supposedly defeat dragons. You, you think she's going to teach you how you can kill her? Not purposefully. Have you seen Star Wars? <laughs> this isn't the time for your old-ass nerd shit, Joe. Oh, my old-ass nerd shit. I'm so sorry. I forgot that I'm speaking to a sophisticate. Would you like for me to quote an ancient poem from some dead fuck from like 50 years ago? I drained my wine glass. Oh, so we're drinking now? Don't mind if I do. And she takes the bottle. All right. And so there is a lot gone from this bottle. How much are you fucking drinking? I'm not. It, it, there's. Joe, that doesn't matter right now. Oh, it doesn't. No. Then what have you what have you been up to? I have been worried fucking sick about you. I just told you my fucking father was almost killed. My sister has been impregnated with some demon spawn or some shit and is maybe dying or maybe overdosed or maybe I don't know what. And, and you've been sitting here drinking and not answering text messages. I haven't been sitting here drinking. I've been... You hear the shower kick in. The shower? <laughs> um, who's in the shower? That's what I've been trying. I have to leave. I have to go to ground or else my grandmother is going to kill me. And I reached out to the only person I know who can make that happen. And apparently he thought it was a good idea to take a fucking shower right now. Why would he be? Okay, okay, okay. So Thorn is in your shower scrubbing his dick. Why is he in the shower? I, I honestly don't know that he's scrubbing his dick. 
And I also don't know why he's in the shower. He looked like he hadn't bathed in days. This may have been the first chance, and so he fucking took it. I don't know why he's in the shower. That doesn't... No, you're Uh, right. You're right. Why didn't you come to me before you went to him? I am your girlfriend. Like, at least let me know what the fuck is happening. Were you just I'm on you now, now! I was beside myself all night. You went dark for me from... 9 p.m. until now. And I understand. I understand you had shit going on. I get it. But why did it have to be him? You could have called anyone else. He's the only one I know with the connections that he has. He's the only one I know who can make a single phone call and make my sister disappear from that hospital and go somewhere safe. Could you have done that? We would have worked something out. We could have done something. Oh, and while we were doing that something, would my grandma's spy spirit have been with us? Would you have filled her in on what we were doing? Would she have been able to perceive what you were doing astrally the entire time? Would she be watching you? She knew the second I texted you, Joe. I told you to stay away from my grandma and you know what she did because she knew? She set a fucking cortex bomb off in my dad's head. I'm sorry. What could I have done about that? You couldn't have done anything. But afterwards, you could have stayed away from her. But that's why I couldn't reach out to you for help hiding from her. Okay, so we skip town. I would love to. Yes, that's what I want to do. We, we have to figure out a way to make sure that she can't see where you're going. That she can't use you. That is... And we have to leave. Like, bad shit is going on in the city. It might get wiped off the map. Yeah, the dragons are probably coming here to raise the city. Yeah, they're pissed about everything in the CZ, and now the CZ is reaching out, and there's stuff with ley lines and all these things that I don't even understand. I'm not a mage like you or a mystical adept like Thorn. Like, I don't know this stuff. I just know... I know my grandma's bad news, and I don't think she wants any of my family alive besides maybe my mom, because my mom's still useful to her. Well, I guess Azalea's kind of useful to her now as a vessel for whatever the fuck. What? I told you, she that summoning circle, the ritual they cast. I know there was a ritual. I It was a summoning circle. Azalea's pregnant, and they used her in a summoning ritual. What do you think that baby's going to be? My grandma did that to her. Shower is still running. Oh, no. I'm sorry, okay? I didn't know, and I'm sorry, but leaving St. Louis to be destroyed, all these people just doing their best to get by, I don't think I can just let that happen. What, what, what can we do about it? What, literally, what can we do about it? The most powerful person in the entire world wants me dead and wants to use you until you're nothing. You have nothing left. And you think we can save the city? Like, maybe whenever small time stuff, but this is too large. If I can fight dragons, I'm going to fight dragons. Joe, you can't fight dragons. Watch me. Shower's still running. Ares just kind of sits there, and she takes a second, and she pours another glass. There's only, like, half a glass left. Yeah. Joe didn't even drink any. Yeah. And just, like, takes a sip. It's been, like, 20 minutes. That's a long fucking shower. 
Is it okay go, if I go check go on Go ahead. Him? Make sure his balls are being scrubbed. Don't touch his balls, though. I won't touch his balls. Okay, go upstairs and check the shower. Thorns in the shower, fully clothed, face down in blood covering the bottom of the shower from what appears to be a single thrust through his chest. Thank you for listening to this episode of Resting Glitchface. Theme music by Synthesque. Background music by Machinima Sound. Outro music by Austin Miller. Edited and produced by Sid. Continuity Consulting by Dot. Shadowrun is property of Catalyst Game Labs. Resting Glitchface is a production of Openly Gamer Theater and property of Side Tangent Productions. <laughs>